God bless you and welcome to Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast. We appreciate and welcome all of you, our listeners around the world. Stay tuned to hear an exciting word from the Lord. God is doing a great work in me. And are you saved to serve? I played those two songs because they, I couldn't figure out which one I wanted, but both of them have a good message. And like I said before, um, Pastor was trying to preach my sermon. I'm like, well, maybe I don't need to preach today. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's a good teaching. Heavenly Father, we come right now, God. We ask you to just come into this service. You are already here, God. But increase our spirits right now, Lord. Yeah. Lord, we just thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you're doing, Lord. Remove all distractions, God. Remove all emotional discontent, God. God, just come in and be, let us receive your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Are you saved to serve? Are you really asking God, here I am, God, send me? Be careful with that. Are you asking him to use you? Are you willing to be a sacrifice? And Pastor talked about what we talked about in Ezekiel. Ezekiel was a sacrifice. He was a sign. And looking at all the people that God used, when he used you as a sacrifice, as a sign, is not always pretty. Amen? Amen. So let's go to Romans 12, 1-2. Before you say you want to be a sacrifice, let's find out what a sacrifice is. Okay? And when you get there, say Amen. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercy of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewal of your mind, and that by testing you may discern what is the will of God and what is good and acceptable and perfect. Now, Paul is talking about he's willing to be a willing sacrifice. But what is he really talking about presenting your body? According to the Cambridge commentary, Paul was talking about your energies, your soul, the present states, your works through your body, so that its action for its master can take effect only through dedication of the body to him, your hands, your feet, your eyes, your tongue, and your brain. And a living sacrifice is a metaphor used in Christian Christianese or Christian tokens of thanksgiving, showing God that we're thankful, so we'll be in a sacrifice. But what really is a sacrifice? Webster says to offer to God in homage or worship by killing and consuming as victims on an altar. In order to sacrifice, we must immolate or atone for sin. An ox or a lamb is a sacrifice. And Paul says, present your body as a living sacrifice, which means that we have to kill our flesh. Yes. To do, it also says in Webster to destroy, surrender, suffer, to be lost for the sake of obtaining something. To Come sacrifice on. means I have to keep something, I have to give something that I treasure and give it back. Amen. Ezekiel had to give away the joy, the apple of his eye, to prove so he can be a living sacrifice for God, even though he did not want to. If he had to choose, he probably would have chose something else other than sacrificing the woman that kept him down. Amen? That's right. 
To sacrifice also means to destroy or to kill. To make offerings to die by slaughter and burning victims of some part. It also can be a noun, offering of God by killing or burning. And we also know there's human sacrifice. The killing and offering of humans. But we also know that Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice. Amen. He gave himself. Is that correct? Right. He, he sacrificed his life so we could be free. But that's a real sacrifice. So again, I ask you, are you willing to sacrifice? Amen. Last week, Apostle Gail preached about a new day. Now that we have a new day, are you willing to work that is re and do the work that is required to keep moving forward? Or are you going to sit on the sidelines? You must ask yourself, are you willing to sacrifice or not? Are you all in or half out? Come on, baby. I'm, I'm just asking. We're going to go back to um, Romans. Romans 12 and 3 says, For by grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with a sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we thought many are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. Mm. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them if it's prophecy in proportion to our faith, if it's service in our serving. The one who teaches is his teaching. The one who exhorts is his exhortation. The one who contributes in generosity. The one who leads with zeal. The one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Right here, Paul is talking about the gifts in the body. Paul um, has a, he's saying we all have a different purpose and different gifts. And our sacrifices are different. But the key word is we must sacrifice in order to serve and to support our church body. Mm -hmm. I want you to take an analysis, a piece of paper, or whatever you want to do, and ask yourself these questions and be truthful walking truth. Am I using all my gifts that God gave me for the furtherance of God's ministry? Mm -hmm. Am I following the law as to my tithe? Is my tithe a sacrifice? Let me say that again. Am I following the law as to my tithe? Is my tithe a sacrifice? Am I dependable when my pastor calls me? Am I able to pick up the slack when I see others falling? Mm. Can I handle the responsibility of being a disciple at this church? And do I understand that I am part of a family and without me, the family will not stand? Paul talked about the body and the parts. Somebody's a hand, somebody's a foot. But without all of us, this church and our ministry with God will not prevail. If you are honest with yourself, you would answer no to at least one question. Because I know that I can't say yes to all of them. Right. I know we, I have work to do. As our theme song says, we are moving forward. But are we moving forward with renewed minds and obedience? Are we moving forward with only faith and no work? Come on. To move forward, we must be dependable and know with all, uh, without all of us participating, the ministry will not succeed. Thank to you. understand that we are one, and if even one person falls, if either one person don't pick up their slack, we all fall. See, the good thing about us is, like Pastor said last week, we are walking truth. Come on. There's no sugarcoating. 
We're real people of faith, loving, self-examined. Yeah. Always trying to do better and able to receive reproof, correction, and love. Come on, baby. So my question is, are you in or not? It is simple. This is not a game of double dutch. Either you all in or you're going to sit on the sidelines and you're going to be left behind. Come on. See, I know that walking truth are not pew warmers. We are doers of the word. We act out of James 1, 26 and 27, and we hear the word and to follow the word. Four. Let's go there. We're going to go and talk about walking truth. First Kings 2 and 4 says, so that the Lord may carry out his promise. Which he spoke concerning me, saying, If your sons are careful of their way to walk before me in truth, with all their heart and with all their soul, you shall not lack a man on the throne of Israel. Just like this scripture here, walk in truth will not lack, but we must do all the work and be truthful in our working. Amen. 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 Psalms 86 and 11 says, Teach me your way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. 3 John 1 and 4 says, I have no greater joy than this to hear of my children walking in the truth. Galatians 5 and 16 says, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. So can you say you are like Jesus sacrificing everything you have in every way you can for the furtherance of God's kingdom? I know that the answer is no. But as we go forward, we move forward, we have to examine what we are doing and what we're not doing. We cannot allow just a few people to carry the church. It's just a few of us anyway. So if everybody's not doing what they're supposed to do, that leaves a slack on a, a chosen few. Well, I know at Walking Truth, we are all chosen. So therefore, we will rise up and do what we're supposed to do. We all have gifts, like it says in Romans. So if your gift is um is 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 um um like um caring, exalting, exalt. Amen. If your gift is to be dependable and opening up the church, open up the church. Amen. If your gift is teaching like I like to teach, teach. Amen. But we all can participate in one thing. We all can participate in our tithe. Now, I'm not talking about money. Understand that I'm I'm not only talking about money, but I'm also talking about our time. Saying if we're dedicated to this ministry when we say we're going to do something, do it. Also, in addition to, make sure that we financially be responsible for our church. It is not fair for everybody not to do their best. See, when you say present your body as a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice means I'm going to sacrifice this for that. Which means that maybe I won't get some Starbucks today. I'm going to sacrifice my Starbucks for my church. That's $6. That's nothing. Now, I'm not preaching about money, but I want you to understand that in order to sacrifice, you have to understand that you, when you love something so good, you want to sacrifice for it. I love my church, so I sacrifice for it. Not because I'm so homeless and tired. I have some work to do in other areas, but because it's what's required. What I want my church to do is move forward. In order to move forward, I have to do my part. That's right. Amen. 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 Are you willing to sacrifice your gifts in order to see others and ourselves changed and saved? Yes. When you sacrifice your time at the nursing home, that's not my ministry. But when they sacrifice their time at the nursing home, that's a sacrifice. Because I know a hope of people wants to be um, somewhere else on a Saturday. But that's yeah. sacrifice. Amen. That's service. Amen? Amen. If you answer yes to 
Are you willing to sacrifice your gifts in order to see others and ourselves change? Then evaluate what you're not doing. Be proactive. Don't wait until you get called out for reproof and correction. If you are in a position of ministry, if you are a leader, you need to go back to the questions that I just asked. And if you have answered more no's than yes, then you need to get your life together. Am I using all my gifts that God gave me for the furtherance of God's ministry? Am I following the law as to my tithe? Is my tithe a sacrifice? Am I dependable? When my pastor calls me, here I am, use me, I'm here. Am I able to pick up the slack when I see others falling? Can I handle the responsibility of being a disciple of this church? That's important for you to understand. When you say, are you saved to serve? God sent me, am I willing to sacrifice me? It's easy to say, yes, but are you really sacrificing? Or are you just giving lip service? You have to evaluate yourself. We do everything in love and walk in truth, but you still have reproof and correction. In some areas, we all have room to grow, and we're moving forward. Please don't take it as, oh, Venus sitting up here talking about, no, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about everything. Come on, come on. Volunteer. When you see that there's a part of the ministry that that needs to be furthered, you take the lead. Don't wait for somebody to ask you to do something. I love Sister Carolyn's heart. I love her heart. Nobody asked her to go make this stuff for the um, nursing home and she just did. Amen. That's the heart that everybody, Sister Jackie and them sacrificed to go to the nursing home. I ain't doing that because I don't like the nursing home. Not because the people are bad, but because I, I have something that God has to work through with me to get to that point. But they, if pastor ain't there, they done. <laughs> Amen. Here I am, Lord. Send me because this is my ministry. So what are you doing and not doing to further the kingdom, to further the ministry? We are walking truth. And so therefore, we're going to walk in our truth and say that we got more work. He that has done a great work in me is faithful to perform. So, But you have not been faithful because you ain't did nothing. You haven't been faithful with the little things. You you can't can't pay your 10%, start with 1%. Amen. Amen. Taxes get taken out, you you pay that? Yeah. If it's a dollar for every time you, you feel some kind of way, put that dollar in um in the thing and bring it to the storehouse. Because in order for us to be furthering, we have to be responsible with God's ministry. Amen. Understand that we have to be proactive. We can't sit on the sidelines and say, go on, y'all, do this, let's have a good time, and don't do the work. That's right. That's not what God gave us gifts for. He did not give us gifts to sit down and do nothing. He said, do the work. You want to say, here I am, use me, but then you don't want to be used for real. <laughs> you want to look, you want to be like, oh, I'm cute today. No, Ezekiel wasn't cute. Ezekiel had to shave his head and lay on his side and dig a hole, come back and do whatever. And then God told him, I'm going to take your wife. He had to still go do a message in the morning and came home at night and knew that his wife was going to be gone. And could not grieve because he was a willing sacrifice. That's right. He All he could do was, mm. he couldn't even do nothing else but that. Couldn't cry, couldn't do the whole process because he said, God, he didn't say, here I am, use me. God said, I'm going to use you. That's right. 
Job didn't say, here I am, God, use me. He chose to use you. You, you don't want God to call you out. You don't want that to happen. You don't, you, everybody's going to go through something. Everybody's going to go through something. And, and it's so uh, apropos that Pastor asked me to preach this Sunday because on the 21st, of the year since I had my surgery. And I wasn't, went, I wasn't saying, oh, here I am, use me. But because he did that, my life changed even the more. Things that used to bother me don't bother me no more. I'm not doing that surgery again if you have to pay me. But it evaluates what I wasn't saying and what I wasn't doing and that I had to do more. And even through the pain, and even through the, the, thing, the lack of control that I had, which bothered me, God still showed me who he was. Amen. And what can I do for somebody else? Use your gifts. So I ask you again, are you in or not? We can't straddle the fence. We, I can't even do double dutch. But if you don't do double dutch, you can't get in and get out. You got to stay in. Right. Every time you get hit with the rope, you got to keep getting back in. That's why I didn't like it. Because I was getting hit. I ain't trying to get hit. But in this, in this thing, you're going to get hit. You're going to get some bumps. You're going to get some inconveniences. You're going to get some haters. You're going to get all of that. But as a body, if we don't do this together, we will fail. There's too many examples of failing when you don't stick together. That's right. It's too many examples of the body dying when you don't keep the purpose of what you're doing it for here. Yes. When you don't plant the seeds, don't plant your tithe in good soil. So I'm going to ask you again, think about what I just asked you. Are you in or not? And once, if you ain't in, that's fine. Let somebody else do something. But when you the benefits, the harvest, what do you say? The harvest for your seed, when you don't get any good crop, that's on you. That's right. And while you're not getting good crop, we're going to pray for you. Because that's what we do. That's right. Amen? Amen. It's, it's, this is not a sweet message. It's not a sour message. It's a truthful message. Come on, that's right. That's that right. not only applies to you, but it applies to me too. Amen. I might have a good spirit. I ain't going to say I know I tired. But I might not do something else right. Amen. So I got to do whatever else I got to do right. Amen. Because in order for me to be a better, for no, not me, for order to walk in truth to be a better walk in truth, I have to be a better Venus. Come on, that's right. I have to be dependable. I have to be reliable. I have to be self-motivating. I have to love my church like I love God. All right. And if we love our church like we love God, then we're going to be doing the best things. But really, can you ask yourself, are we really loving our church like we love God? And if the answer is no, we got to do better. That's why we get new mercies. Yes. yes. Pastor talking about, oh, let's pray over this building. Well, okay, the business side coming out. You in or no? You gonna pay? You gonna pay some money so we can set this this new building or no? You in or no? That's the that's the realness of it. Yeah. Are you gonna be there to set up so Pastor won't have to set up? Are you gonna bring uh bring out um little Joe and do what you need to do, or is that some Pastor gonna have to do? Make it make it your make you stand up and be who God told you to be. Amen. And if your ministry is help, help. Amen. That's the best ministry of all. Yes, it is. 
I know Jeremy loves helping. That's that's his ministry. I might do. Can we just go? But that's his ministry. So if that's your ministry, work in your ministry without anybody having to ask you to do it. That's right. We all have to do our part. And so again, are you in or not? That's all. It's, are you in or you not? I mean, we love you, but you we got to do work. Because he that has begun a great work in us is faithful to perform. God is always faithful performing. We don't even we he performs even when we don't ask. And then we sit back and think that we are entitled. We entitled to nothing. We ain't been through nothing. So when you say, oh yes, Lord, send me, Lord, I'm a willing sacrifice. No, hold up. I've got to think about that. Because it's, it's a lot of work. And if you ain't willing to work and you lazy, this the ministry is not your thing. Because Jesus was not lazy. He didn't have a place to lay his head at most of the time. He said, here I am. Send me. I will sacrifice my body. He is the epitome of present my body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is him. That was faithful service. Yes. Everything in obedience. Yes. We can't cherry pick what's in the Bible. We have to obey all of it. In the context of what it was saying, not the outside of what the word is saying. Come on. <laughs> Everything is in context. Yes, yes, yes. So, I'm again saying the last time, are you in or not? Amen? Amen. And I'm done. Praise God. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Are you in or out? Hello, this is Pastor Teacher Dr. James Sutton, and we are Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church, inviting you to come out and worship with us every Sunday at 8 a.m. at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ building located at 2301 Wallace Avenue, Overland, Missouri, 63114. Our Bible studies are held every Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. And if you missed the service and the Bible studies, you can listen at your leisure on any podcast platform of choice at Walking Truth Radio. Please feel free to check us out on Facebook and see all the great ministries that we're doing around the world and in the local community. If you have any questions, please call me, the pastor, at 314-629-0024. Again, Walking Truth, we're inviting all to come out and enjoy a great service with us. Leave your wallet at home and enjoy the service and worship in spirit and in truth. Multiply peace and grace to you.